Welcome to the Time to Get Real podcast. I'm your co-host, Richard Haskins, and it's Tuesday, and we're going to be talking to the fairy pod mother herself, Sarah Jo Blanchard. That's me. Woo! Sarah Jo here. It's been like a month. Two weeks since you looked at me. I'm sorry. Richard wants to sing. It's been a minute. You guys, we've been both very busy. We've been playing a lot of shows. I have been working a lot of events as well as being depressed in my bed, which we're going to talk about. We have a very special guest tonight, one of our very good friends. Welcome, Gerg. 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 Hello, I'm Gerg. That's Gerg. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Do you want to know? Should I say your real name? Do you want? Don't say his government name. Okay, I won't say his government name. You're on this podcast as a musician, so just be my stage name is just my real name backwards. You know what I mean? (laughs) Also, we have in the audience. I'm also not going to say his uh, legal name, but he's one of our very best friends. It rhymes with Takariah Diggs, so (laughs) it's like you know, it's it's not. Old sugarcane digs. Old sugarcane digs. We've got an audience. It is almost 4 a.m. We've been having a wonderful night. I have not seen Richard Haskins in like two or three weeks. And it breaks my heart. I text him tonight and I said, I miss your face. And what did I say? Where are you at? I said, where are you at? And And you said, I'm at home, which immediately I was like, Oh, she's being a pussy, dude. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm over at Eastside. And I was like... She shows up. I'm on my way. And then I got to make out with the guy. Trent. I made out with the guy. Oh, we'll cut that. I don't want to say his name, but he's a WeBC's we'll investor. That. He's uh, helping us fix up our bus that we have, our tour bus, and getting everything going. He's pretty handsome. Sarah just greased the wheels over here. He's pretty handsome. If you know what I mean, lubed it up a little bit, you know? Get the I, things. You know, he lubed Make that me pussy up. gurgle. He lubed me up a little bit. He, uh, honestly, is a very, very striking gentleman. So, he really yeah, is. It's, it's quite nice. Uh, just a shout out right quick uh, to J&J's Pizza, because I went there with uh, this same gentleman uh, about a week and a half ago. Accidentally got too drunk. Threw a plate out. Threw a plate out into traffic. Why are you incriminating yourself? Well, if I if I apologize for it, they can't get mad at me for you it. You have to say allegedly threw a plate. Right. I saw a madman throw a plate. A madman. A madman. A crazy man <laughs> threw, a threw a plate into the street. And I watched what he did, and I thought, well, well, that's not good, you know. And then. It seemed like it might be all right because just cars were just driving past, rolling over the plate, you know, and seemed like it might be okay. Well, and it turns out the didn't police didn't feel that way, so they like showed up and they were like, uh, "Hey, Richard Haskins, did you uh, did you throw a plate?" And I like just stared blankly at them. I had no idea what to say. And thank God Trent chimed in. And Trent says, "There's three of us here. We just ordered a pizza. There's three plates. There's three plates on the table." We need to come up with a pseudonym for that man because maybe he doesn't want his... Uh, if he didn't want his 
anonymity revealed, he wouldn't have been hanging out with me and not telling. Like it so wasn't like he was like, "Don't name? tell anybody that I'm hanging out with you." Can we say his name? His name's Trent Neighbors. Okay, because on this podcast we try to tell the truth. Yes, but also, it we are getting. Real. It's time to get real, guys. It's time to get real podcasts. But I don't like to give people's names away before I have their permission. So I well, have you not know, had the. If ifs and buts were candy nuts, we don't have a Merry Christmas. I feel like I just gave it out, and like. And I then just, like, now you've just told who I made out with tonight. That's actually a really valid point. I didn't even think about that. Right. I mean, but if now you I've. Your pants in the Waffle House, like you really have no expectation of privacy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like. I like. I actually like that there's videos. It's like masturbating on an airplane. You know that somebody's going to see you do it. I don't know why my mind's stuck on cashews. I guess you talked about the nutty shit or something. <laughs> what? I don't know why my mind with the cashews. Well, without shit on them. Cashews, like, do you ever go like one of those hotels that has like those like ridiculous like fucking mini bars with like they put shit in there that you can't even possibly replace? Because I like to think sometimes if I like open up a mini bar like in a hotel like. Okay, I'll replace like the little mini cokes, you know, or whatever. But where do no, you find as as where you do you find individually wrapped cashews? Is, you know what I mean? Like where do you, you find like, move it? They know, like there's like weights in there. At there's the, weight. They weight down the cashews. No, they weight down like all of the things in there. So as soon as you move anything, they know. Have you ever seen a cashew? Have you like ever an actual seen like a cashew? What yes. They grow from? It looks no. like a nut sack with a rabbit dick on top of it. Wait, can you just say that you real quick into the, into the microphone? microphone? Tell us what a cashew looks like. Dude, if you've never seen a cashew, it looks like a nut sack with a rabbit dick growing out of the top of it. It's the weirdest looking fucking thing you've ever seen in Strangely, your life. Strangely, like, I imagine exactly like what you're talking about. I have no idea what a rabbit dick looks like. See, well, why isn't Zach Riggs on a microphone? Because <laughs> he didn't want to be, but now he should be. Because he's... Okay, well... I don't think we're even talking about the actual... special. Yeah. Zach Riggs. I mean, you're talking about Mac, Macariah Liggs. Uh, you know, we were just... You know, it just rhymes with that. You know, we don't want to... Macariah. Yes. Ma- Macariah. That sounds like a delicious... Like, fucking, like... like it a, does like sound a, delicious. Like a Christian noodle dish that, like, they would make, like... Have you had Macariah and cheese? You know, like, yeah. it would be... It it does sound like something I would have at like CCD or something. CCD? What the fuck is that? You don't know what CCD is? I know what CCSD is. So like CCD, an extra compact disc. CCD is what you. It's like Catholic school that you go to when you're like a kid. It's like CCD. What, Holy fuck, dude! Shown, it does look like a nutsack, though. Oh my god, you guys! With like a weird wiener, like cashews, just falling out of the bottom of it. Cashews look like balls. And I love balls. Also, you guys, I really need to get laid. I I've been I I just really do. Balls are a strange thing. I balls are amazing. Oh, I thought it was I know, but like balls dick. are like also like a strange thing. Like they're like they're like something that like you know fancifully like you know I think like oh if they like fuck with this you know part of me like that'll probably be like nice. But then like really it's like more the thought that's like more. Cool than the actual. The thought thing. of yeah, fucking sure. with your balls. Well, for sure. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like uh, mega mega hot girls. Like they always give like the worst fucking blowjobs. Like so me- they like don't mega, have to work for them. For sure, you know. And so it's like. Or the, maybe they don't care. 
Because I just It's always really the girls that you don't want to get blown by that like blow you the best. You're like, I don't really, really? okay, fine. That's okay. Well, right, okay, fine. Do You're that. Like, oh shit, that's really good. Yeah, for sure. It's really strange. What do you say? I've yeah, been told I agree that with I that. Good, I've, your thoughts. I've been told that I give the best blowjobs. I have not given blowjobs to any of the well, men in this room, so no one. Well, that's can. really shitty because you're, well, you're pretty hot. So like, it, in general, I've been taught like people get the least shit about doing something are actually the best at it because they've done it too many times. Actually, so the reason I think that I give the best blowjobs is that I actually enjoy doing it. Like, I really love a dick and balls okay, in like, my mouth. Case in so, point. Case in point. Yeah, ideally, I some do skinny, want someone to enjoy. Some real enjoy fucking like skinny it. as a real dude like walks in here like Saunders in here like barely like being able to stand up because he's like so fucking skinny, and then he's like stands next to Zach. Which one of you? Which one of them would you assume? Cook the better meat. What? Zach. You, you would immediately assume. Obviously, I mean, like, the most well-fed person like in the in room. Even like in this goddamn like room here, we would all assume that Zach probably makes the better but meat. That's correct? Like prejudice, right? Isn't that like? Yes, it is. Yes, also yes, true. it totally is. But it's absolutely true. But it's true. It's true. But okay, so here's a hot girl who gives really good head. Um, okay, well, you, well, you're quite likes, an anomaly. She, I love giving, I love balls in my mouth. Huh. Like, I love, actually, when I was in high school, I loved balls so much that my friends gave me a hairless rat because hairless rats feel like balls. Did you put the hairless rat in your mouth? No, of course <laughs> not. Actually, it was really tragic. There's a lot of jokes in there, for sure. There's definitely a lot of jokes in there. Um, so when I turned to a fifth, uh, was it 14 or 15 when Matt Pole like brought all those goddamn like fucking mice to my place? When I was, uh, I think when I turned 15 here in Denton, Texas, I passed out all these goddamn flyers for my birthday party. And I was just showing trauma movies at my birthday party, and uh, this like total jock like dude bro who ended up becoming a really good friend of mine showed up with his other like jock dude bro dude. And like, bro, dude, dude. And like, as a gift, they brought <laughs> they brought me like, just like nine white mice like in a box. Like, what? Just, like, oh my god, that and, would be like the best present. That's my gift. That's what they gave it to me. I was like, sweet. Now I have to go so buy like a fucking cage and like all this shit. These mice. Well, like I wasn't gonna like fucking you know mistreat just, them. So like I went, oh, went and bought a cage and like I uh, bought all, like all this stuff and like let me tell you something. When you get fucking nine mice. They kind of fuck. It's not going to be like fucking a couple months and then all of a sudden you get like 30 mice, right? And then it's not going to be like another like... It's like a month or problem, less dude. Super, super problem. Then they start procreating. Well, I didn't know what to do and I was like living in the Loma Del Rey apartments, which what are what are they called now? Like over on 288? There's like a different... It's like a different name for them. It Any, doesn't matter. Well, anyways, so I'm fucking... Finally, one day I was like, there's no way I can take care of these like fucking 90 mice. So I just fucking let them go, <laughs> like fucking outside, dude. So you want to hear my funny story about for mice? For years, for years, those mice were like popping up in that goddamn place, dude. So my funny story about mice. So I had, uh, when I moved to Dallas-Fort Worth, it was right after Hurricane Rita hit my hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana. And when we had to evacuate, so I was 19. I've always that from Alexandria, by the way. Huh? 
How far is Lake Charles from Alexandria? It's three hours south. Three hours no, south? No, no, no. Alexandria is three hours north. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lake Charles is 30 minutes away from the Gulf. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're like... So it's not that far from like Metairie and like... Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Alexandria is north Louisiana. Metairie is right outside of New Orleans. So well, that's New what I'm Orleans, saying. Like, so Lake Charles, like two. So New Orleans is three hours uh, east of my hometown. Oh wow! So it pretty much like is the same. Well, <coughs> yeah, it does. You know, did they but, ever? Did they ever end up making like fucking interstates that like go from north to like North Louisiana to South Louisiana? Because every time I've ever fucking. Had to travel there. It's like fucking like yeah. serious problem. So You're like driving through like werewolf areas and shit, just like oh, fog yeah. and werewolves and shit. It was yeah. fucking nuts. It's terrifying. Uh, so, anyways, kill so, a werewolf of chocolate. <laughs> so, uh, so New Orleans, basically Louisiana is. So we have North Louisiana, which is basically Texas. Okay. So Talking about like Shreveport and all that Shreveport, stuff. Shreveport, Alexandria, Natchitoches. Like, that's all, like, North Louisiana, okay? And then, you know where Beaumont, Texas is, Yeah, right? for sure, like, so, getting on the way to Houston. Yeah, so, say you're going from Beaumont to, so you're going east. You're going to Louisiana, right? So, first, you're going to hit your first major city in, in Louisiana is Lake Charles, my hometown. So, basically... I saw those pictures, like, all your fucking, like... Yes. Windows and shit were like blown oh, out, like yeah. like everything. So like, your first major city getting into Louisiana from Texas is going to be my hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana. So we're basically thirty minutes east of the Texas border and thirty minutes north of the Gulf of Mexico. Oh wow! Okay, Greg, where'd you grow up at? I was raised in Duncanville, Texas. Yeah, there are there other Duncanvilles. I don't know. Yeah, I been out still of want to tell my, my story. <laughs> just keep going. I was just, I was yeah, just trying to sorry. keep it relevant. Yeah, yeah, no, so, sorry. Sorry, Gerg. So, well, and then, so I wanted to say, I'm given, you know, Richard, you always give history and lessons. Yeah. So, if you keep going. Somebody's scratching? It's Bert. Oh, wow. Bert, come here. So, if you keep going east. If you don't want to have another one of him, it's birth control. <laughs> <laughs> birth control. Bird control. control. So the next major city you're going to hit is Lafayette, which is an hour away from Lake Charles. So where did Bonnie and Clyde get killed? I don't know. Where did they get killed? Louisiana. Uh, they were, it was in Louisiana. I know. Shouldn't uh, you know this? Uh, well, he did ask you, so I assume he didn't know. What parish was it? Um, uh, Someone look it up. Yeah. Would, have, would somebody mind looking? Yeah. Uh, someone's going to look it up. And then, so, two hours away from my hometown is Baton Rouge. Oh, well, okay. And then... Red stick. Yes. And then an hour from there is New Orleans. And right outside of New Orleans... I played in both of those cities. Yes. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Actually, the music scene... Bienville Parish. Bienville. What city? Near Silas? S-A-I-L-E-S? I don't know. S A I. Bienville Parish. Do you have a map? Here, I'm pulling up a map. Um, but so when I was growing up, actually, I think you played in my hometown 
when we Which, were both like... We definitely played in Louisiana several times. Very young. Uh, but, okay, on to my mice story. So, uh, Hurricane Rita hit my hometown. I was 19 years old. It was in September of 2005. And so, my dad, I had two pairs I had a pair of mice that my dad hated and then but also I had a teddy bear hamster that my dad did not know about and so when we were leaving for the hurricane I just put them all in my closet and like on shelves you know in case flood and then, like, oh, that's gross. That's someone. This bunny. Oh, really? Look at this. There's them both dead. But, like, where was it at? Bienville Parish. I know, but we're trying to find a map of that. Look at this. There's, there's both of them. Well, um. They blew her cheek clean off. So. What are you looking at? So. Oh, check this out, bro. When. We evacuated. Keep in mind, I growing up in uh, ah, okay. growing up in South Louisiana. Louisiana is a crazy place, dude. We evacuated for hurricanes a lot. Like we, I think, evacuated for four hurricanes before one actually hit us majorly, uh, and so we were evacuating, and I was like, okay. I'm putting my animals that I'm hiding from. I was literally hiding these animals from my parents. I, I was 19 years old, okay? Um, North or South Louisiana? I was over by Gibsland, you know, like uh, just east of Arcadia. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> no one does. So, anyways, it actually, uh, the eye of that hurricane, actually, recently, Hurricane Laura hit my hometown uh, in August of 2020, the worst year ever. And the Hurricane Laura took pretty much the same exact path of Hurricane Rita that was in 2005, okay? So- Look at that pack of camels that was in her lap. So 2005 and 2020, Pretty much same um, hurricane path, like from start to beginning, hit my hometown. And uh, I still remember, because my parents, the first time when Hurricane Rita was going, uh, and keep in mind, we're 30 minutes away from the Gulf of Mexico. We're in a flood zone. My parents, when Hurricane Rita was hitting in 2005, they didn't have flood insurance. And also, I'm a weather nerd. I don't know if you know this. I've taken, I'm a certified. Even if you do have flood insurance, half the time they won't fucking pay the goddamn right. shit anyways. So, you know, it's, anyway. you know, it's yeah. bullshit. So, any, so the first time when Hurricane Rita was going through, I remember I was, it was like 1 a.m. and we were like, we were like three hours north in Natchitoches, Louisiana, where my aunt lives. And uh, we're watching the weather station, and it's saying that 
the eye of the hurricane is over my hometown. And I was 19 at the time. Well, the eye is like the like best part. Well, no, but... The eye wall sucks. The eye, it, exactly. So it's what it's like comes around. This time... First We BC's tour, we fucking went to Louisiana. The first fucking tour, like, place we tried to play, there was three fo- feet of fucking water in the goddamn place. There was three feet of fucking water in the place on our first tour, and we're like, so, so do we play here? And they're like, no, 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 go to, like, the next club. Like, you know, we got so you. this time, it was crazy because I really am... I'm such a weather nerd. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm a certified storm chase, storm spotter. So, it, wait, let me, let me get this straight, though. If the eye goes over you, so, like, the first part of it, the wind's going to blow one way, one way super east. hard, and then as the, like, rest of it comes, it blows, it blows the, the exact way. opposite direction, correct? So, you like, get fucked. In reference to you. Make you sure get fucked. That's, wow. that's why my hometown got so fucked. So, you're trampling... Ends up in that neighborhood, but then your trampoline and their trampolines come back to your yes. neighborhood. Yes. Wow. And yeah, my, that's a hard DP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, oh, dude. my dad, they found things in their yard that were from miles away. And uh, the crazy thing, because I am such a weather nerd, so in 2005, when the hurricane was coming through, uh, we didn't have the technology that we do now. and kind of so, like the movie Twister, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was my favorite movie yeah, when I was a kid. That was my favorite movie when I was a kid. I loved that movie. I used to draw Twisters when I was a kid. I was so bummed like, when Bill Paxton I, died because I always wanted him and Helen Hunt to host a show where they were uh, like actually like storm chasers. Yeah. Which would be fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. So, that would just be Helen Hunt, you know? It would, and that would suck. That could be enough. Good. Quick fire question. Favorite band that you've ever played with with your band? Least favorite band that you've ever played with with your band? Um, I guess the one I played most often was probably my favorite, Silver Tongue Devil. I always love playing Silver with them. Silver Tongue Devil is a great band, dude. They're really cool dudes. They've been uh, probably the mo- band I played with the most yeah. like whenever I do shows. Man, that's awesome. That's a really cool band. We've played with them a couple times like with our band. You know, we, we don't do too many crossover shows, but when we do, we always like, you know, those guys are some of the first people we talk to. So least favorite band? Um, that would basically tough. be any band that I didn't set up the show for. For majority of my band, I set right, up. I set up for. I set. Well, majority guy. of the time, I set up the. I set would set up the bill. Like I would plan all the bands in advance. Like except for when our band immediately started. Like like basically most of those. Yeah, they just didn't match. They weren't even like rock bands. They'd be like maybe jazz or reggae or something. It's like something match my genre of music at all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's your least favorite band in Denton? Least favorite? Why are we saying least favorite? I like to... I started with most. I like to promote positivity. I don't want to ever promote negativity here. So we just want to promote favorite bands. Can I just throw this out there right quick? I really, really... You are the co-host. I really pissed off this... The other co-host. There was a band that I really, really liked uh, here in town. They were kind of like a... They were like a three-piece almost kind of like a garage band type thing. They were called Thin Skin. And I really wanted to play with them. And then they wouldn't play with me when I tried to book them because they got super offended by like something that I had said. And I was like, so your name is Thin Skin? So it's not just a clever name? Like, <laughs> so you, you, you guys just you actually, actually have, have Thin Skin? Actually you actually have really thin... Okay, wow. <laughs> Man, and that was a cool band too. I was I was actually talking to a buddy of mine earlier. One of my favorite bands here in town. 
that doesn't play anymore. You can't even find any of their shit like even on Facebook or nothing. Like deleted everything. There, it was an, a four chick, I believe, four maybe five, all uh, like chick like hip hop group. And really? They, and they were called Gross Bitch, and they were fucking amazing. They were fucking unreal. You know how like misogynistic like hip hop can be sometimes. Yeah, of course. They were the exact same way. They'd be like, "Yeah, suck my clit," like saying yeah. like saying shit like that, you know. And it was like, it was amazing to like, like just see that fucking life. like to see that like flip to like on its like, it's like side. Cardi, man. It's like Cardi B. Yeah, they, they they were like amazing. Like one of my favorite fucking bands I ever saw. So, and, like you're supposed to suck the clit. Or I, I supposed to like do like a twirl motion or so something. So it depends <laughs> on it depends on the woman. Okay, so some people. I just sort of look at it. You sort of stare it down. you got to mix it up a bit. I just, think mixing just, it up is good. I just Can stare I talk it down. about my favorite, one of my favorite You're bands? You're just straight up sucking, it to, seems to, wrong. To, to, to do something with the clit? Well, with, I have multiple dildos that I use. No, I don't use them all at once. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because yeah. I was like thinking that you like had like a team of them have or something. Have I ever told you? You're so monogamous this, with your dildos? No, I'm not. I have, I have two dildos. And then I actually have, um, it's like a cock ring. Actually, I bought it. You put a cock ring on your dildo? No, no, no. But I bought it. I bought it for Desi for Christmas. Holy shit. And then he broke up with me. So wait, he doesn't actually have a cock ring to begin with? I just always assumed that he didn't. No, I bought him one and then we never even used it because he broke up with me. Also, so you still have it though? Yeah, it's never been used on another guy. Oh, dude. So... When you're the anointed one that gets to wear that, dude, I bet that's, like, super badass. I can't wait to put it on a man. Yes, we can get to the beer. Well, you guys talk amongst yourselves real quick. Um, so, yeah, can you believe that I bought a man a cock ring? It's a, a, weird, vi- it's a, a weird way to room. propose. It's not a proposal. <laughs> I bought a man a cock ring with, like, it's like a vibrator one, right? With, like, the thing on top for me. And then he broke up with me. Because what of the cock of ring? Shit? Was clearly threatened. I guess. You were sending signals loud and clear that he wasn't getting the job done. No, he was, though. It was, it was mostly for him. It was mostly for him. To oh, like, so he was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. No, like. Was he not you, getting off you know at all or no, something? No, no, no. no we, you, you know how, like, it's we, sometimes it's, like, awesome, like, if we you make a girl come? It's always awesome. Well, I know, but, like, uh, you know, I mean, like, sometimes, like, it, like, seems really awesome. You feel like, like Superman. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, like, I got her over the fucking mountain or whatever. Super vibrating, it was, man. It was great. But we had also, he, well... We had talked about wanting, like, because the cock ring just makes you come, like, longer. It it just intensifies shit. That's so weird so, to me, because, like, I'm, like, I'm a dude, so, like, the way that I think about coming is it's, like, you know, like, you ever, like, a, you ever light, like, a bottle rocket? Yeah. You know, and you're just, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that anticipation, like, building up, you know, and you're, like, oh, you know. Slight this motherfucker, you know, and gonna do it, and then like, like, oh, it's spectacular. And you're like, ah, probably should do something else now. And then, and then you think like, well, maybe, maybe I'll light another bottle rocket, you know? Right. But this time out of my ass. Yeah. 
I've done that. Have you ever done it before? Twice. I've never done a bottle rocket. I've only done a Roman out of your can- ass? I've only done Roman candles. Yeah. You've done it out of your ass. One time in high school, one time uh, about maybe yearish ago. Why? Like what actual the, actual what, bottle why? rocket like or like cuz bottle rockets are different cuz like Roman candles Well, the second ass, times they didn't believe I would do it. Oh. Uh, like the thing is like Was it so Roman I still candle, don't understand. A Roman the candle you can stick in your ass and like all these balls like shoot out of it. And that's like the optimal way to do it, right? But like a bottle rocket a bottle rocket, you have the stick, and then you also have like the, like the actual fucking yeah. like fire, you know. So like, to do two of them out of your ass, man, that's quite astounding, man. That's very, no, I didn't say. I said two different times. Two different times. Yeah, one each time. Well, I mean, I wasn't saying that. Like, I'm gonna, did, like, I'm gonna only gonna stick one explosive in my well, ass at a time. Nobody wants to do back to back fucking bottle rockets out of their ass, you know. Let's let's be honest. I still didn't finish the story about my mice. I. <laughs> It's really quick. I know you guys. It sure didn't seem to be because it like went like all around is, somewhere. Yeah, this podcast. So we're going back in a circle. So, oh hey Bert, come here. So real quick, who did that painting? These two. Yeah. Or the sequins. Uh, those two paintings right there. My ex-husband's brother. Your ex-husband's brother. My what, ex-husband's. What was, his, what was his actual name? I'm not going to say that. Steve, you're going to say who painted these pictures? No, he wouldn't want that. They they don't want their uh uh they don't want their selves revealed uh on this podcast. So Larry Sellers painted these yes. pictures. Larry Sellers painted these pictures. Uh do you like them? Yeah, they're pretty awesome. They are very awesome. He actually uh was in the army and went to Iraq. And the way he got over his PTSD was through painting. And so these, as well as a couple in my living room, are from him. And I actually fought for them in the divorce. You know one thing that, like, upsets me kind of, like, a lot? Like, I have mad, mad, mad respect. I have mad respect for, you know, soldiers who, like, have fought... You know, anybody who's, like, been sent to some goddamn god-awful fucking foreign land for this country, like, to, like, do some shit. And, like, one thing that I do dislike, though, is, like, when they come back, every once in a while you get, like, a, uh, like a crew of them who are, like, get all up in your face. They're like, we were fighting for your freedom. And you're, like, as if, like, we weren't going to be able to speak freely because they were fucking, you know. Yeah. Well, like, they come uh, back and we all act like jackasses. Oh, been, like... <laughs> And it's weird because... Were you in the army? No. Oh. But I feel like... I feel really sorry for people who, like... It's weird. It's like a strange feeling because, like... On one level, it's like, you know, thank you for your service. But then, like, on another level, you know, it's like... They went through a lot of shit. Hey, bro, like, you don't have to, like, get all up in my face because you were 19 years old and, like, fucking, like, hopped into this goddamn thing... Yeah. ...with this propaganda machine and they, like, lied to you about a bunch of shit and then you, like, did a bunch of shit that didn't really... Yeah. Frankly, matter. You know, that's it's it's shitty to even but say like, that. They, it's shitty to say that, dude. But, but they, like, it's like, still, like, it's still, like, very strange, though, you know? Because, like, because you want to be... They, like, killed people, saw people killed, like, in front of them. Yeah, and why? Why? Like, for stupid U.S. Will we not be able to speak freely right now? Seriously. No, I know. No, exactly. It has nothing to do with that shit. Yeah. So... You know, it's like they got to come back and like see everybody they're fighting for, just like just being like 
super jackass is like stuck on superficial like shit. I mean, like <laughs> uh, the only way that I can even equate it is like just like getting out of prison and like you'd like see a bunch of people who are like where you're like, do you not understand that all this shit like exists? Like, it's just, like going on. Like you don't even know. That's the first thing I thought with like this Texas freeze that just happened. The first thing I thought was I was like, what in the fuck is going on with motherfuckers in fucking prison right now? Are they even giving them blankets? You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Because there's no heat or fucking AC in Texas prison. Are you serious? No, not at all. Do you know what happened? I mean, what and what then, was this? Situ- like, do you know? Yes, I do know. I've been was there. Was it awful? Oh, yeah. Like, in the middle of fucking, in the middle of the goddamn summer, you'd be taking three or four fucking showers a day. Like, cold showers. But just what to happened fucking, during this? You'd see people walk across a day room, pass out, and fall down because you have no AC. But what happened during it's the winter It's a hundred goddamn storm. nine... I, I got on a lockdown one time in December because uh, not even on our farm, like on a different farm, like someone had stabbed a fucking guard. And I'm not even sure if they died or not, but like so they did happened, you know, like they almost died. And so all of the farms, like even like in that region, got put on lockdown. And it happened like in the first fucking Texas freeze, like while I was in there going to, from 2016 into 17. And I think that freeze was, like, in late November. It was kind of late, like, in the year, you know, like, when it happened. And even just, like, the first one, we're, like, on lockdown. You can't even get out of your fucking bunks. And it's, like, I mean, you're seeing your fucking I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I was sitting here with, You're pissing in the bathroom, and you're seeing fucking, like, steam coming off of your piss while you're pissing because you're so fucking cold, dude. with, like, four blankets on top of me and Bert. Like, they couldn't have had four blankets. No, not at all. You don't even have have a pillow, much less four fucking blankets. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have a friend in El Reno, and I was talking to him during the whole winter storm thing, and even following up afterwards, like, uh, I guess they had so many pipes bust and everything else that, like, they kind of put the place on lockdown, but, like, you couldn't shower. It was, like, almost, like, a week and a half, almost two weeks before they could shower. Like, they uh, couldn't shit in the place. They had to bring in porta-potties, and even at that point, like, uh, they are still fighting, like, this massive COVID outbreak. And so, like, they were only allowed to, like, even, like, take bathroom breaks twice a day, like, once in the morning and once in the evening. So, I mean, I don't know what happened if you had to go, you know, in between. I mean, I don't know what you do. Shit yourself. I, I didn't, you know, and also, ask him about it. But Also, while that shit's happening when you're in prison, gangs are trying to fucking run shit, you know? Well, so then you got the whole other fucking thing, like, the, that aspect of it. The same thing you were talking about kind of happened there. One of the facilities next to them had a bunch of chuckleheads trying to, like, start a little outbreak. And it put their camp on lockdown. So, like, they, you know, after that, everybody's locked down, even though it had nothing to do with them at all. They're shit. still, like, you know, stuck in their cell and getting to shit one, twice a day, you know? Fucking, I guess it's uh, it's not for fun. I was in prison at one point whenever the city, it's like, awful. something terrible had happened to the city of Bonham's, like, water and supply. We're all complaining about And the about, city of Bonham like, was supplying the fucking water for the fucking prison that I was in. So that the fucking jail actually came through. They, by law, had to fucking put up signs that said, do not consume this water for, like, 14 days. They had to come up and put up those signs. Yeah. And then gave us no alternative as to what to drink, as to what to shout. Like, gave us zero alternative. So it was like, don't consume this. And then, like, watch this fucking, like, have to drink it because you, like, have to have water. You know, so it's, like, it was totally insane. Yeah. I always think about stuff like that whenever that shit happens. Yeah, yeah, I know. Whenever some kind of... Well, that shit was in El Reno. It was in Oklahoma. They didn't even 
Well, I mean, for sure. I mean, like, even think about, like, uh, like even just, like, the pandemic. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank God I'm not in fucking prison. Jesus Christ. You know? Well, thank God. When that was happening, you know? We're not breaking laws. And, I mean, there Let are... Let me tell you something. Anybody can end up there. Anybody can fucking can end, end up, up there. there. Anybody can end up, end up there. I, I think that, uh, you know... Here's a good question, though. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, um... Let's look at uh, the prison population. 94% male, 6% female. Do you think that females commit only 6% of the crimes? Hell no. Absolutely not. But, yet they account for 6% of the prison population. This is something that we talk about like white people. Wait, that can't be. That's 100% true. You can pull it up right now. We have uh, Zachariah Riggs. He is our fact checker. Texas prison. Tonight. Texas prison. Texas. Texas prison. Male to female ratio. Let's like see what it is. That is very interesting. Because, you know, females commit. I see the fucking jail report every day. Yeah. See females get arrested for drugs all the time. See females get arrested for assault well, all the time. I see females get arrested for assault with a deadly weapon I, all the time. I hate, you know, from. I hate seeing, you know, first of all, our criminal system is corrupt. Um, you know, if you have a good lawyer, I know. Zach, did you see the percentage yet? No, it's like I'm going to have to dig deep and read a bunch of shit. I know. I know. I'm gonna throw it in there. I know white. I know white people who have gotten arrested with a lot of drugs. Fine. Let's talk about white women. No, we're not gonna. This is a woman's podcast. We're not gonna. What's the percentage of Texas inmates male to female ratio in prison? Okay, let's talk about. How much women are like? Oh, I was very close. Oh, we're not saying you got better. Ninety-three point three percent in Texas are male. Six point seven percent are female. Okay. There's a hundred and forty-one thousand four hundred eighty. There's a hundred and forty-one thousand four hundred eighty males in prison in Texas. There's ten thousand and ninety-two females in prison in Texas. Okay. Well. So would you say that the Justicism is inherently sexist? I think that everything is sexist. Yeah. I think that women are... Um, Where's the march for that? Send more of us to prison. Dude, let's, the, let's not go that route. <laughs> just say it. Let's not go that route. Where's it? I'm just saying. Let's not go that route. Um, Me, it just sounds like most guys are assholes. Most guys are That's assholes. a valid point because I honestly believe that you're saying... I honestly believe that. Yes. And also maybe also, women that, are smarter. Also, I believe that men are inherently more violent. I'm not saying that women can't be violent, but I'm saying that men are inherently more violent because that's how you're fucking raised. Well, I guess it's most women are out of prison. I guess technically they are smarter. Dude, my sister never got spanked when prison. I was growing up. I got the fucking shit beat out of me. My sister was always like, well, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. that's, I, just, that's just inherently like how I, we fucking grew up. I never really thought about it. It's the truth. Would you rather spank your son or your daughter? I don't know. 
I'm just saying though, if you did, pretty little girl, could you ever see yourself spanking your pretty little girl? I do not support spanking of any kids, even though I was spanked. Uh, my dad did not have any sons, so but I most remember getting spanked by my mom, but I definitely remember getting spanked by my dad. But there my is, dad would yell at me. My mom was now, the one that spanked me, though. It's really there weird. There is now proof that kidding children can uh, increase their uh, liklihood for depression. I don't want to get into all that right now. I'm just trying to This finish. is a mental health podcast. What do you mean? It is the mental health podcast, but... So, what you just heard was my second mistake last night, which was um, I, for the first time... First time. Both of these mistakes. Okay? First time. I let uh, the battery on the recorder die. So, that's what you just heard. So, I'm coming in to explain that but then also we had about five minutes of really good banter at the beginning and I forgot to hit record pulled a good old Alan Evans so uh, shout out Kelly and Alan um, also yes so those are the two things I did this is why you don't record your podcast at 4 a.m. this is what I'm thinking so this is the 4 a.m. podcast also we have a little ditty for you. It is from our friend Billy Ratcliffe, and this is Good Living. So take a listen to Good Living and then hear the quick rest of the episode. Bye. in my head Told you every lie that I've ever said Oh darling of mine You'd go in search of some other guy Well you worked all day I stumbled home last night You called out my name and we got into a fight When I said good living is good Decision, it's true, and good living is a good decision. Good living is a good decision. Good living is a good decision, it's true. the door and I'll turn out the light 
and there'll be no booze, or maybe just a few, if that's alright with you. And just maybe I will drink again, maybe alone or with my friends, but I'll only get shifty blackout drunk with you. Good living is a good decision. Good living is a good decision. Good living is a good decision. It's true. And it's a good decision when I'm living with you. Let's. Okay. You're absolutely right. We shouldn't be getting... Because, I mean, it's so late. We've already done so much this podcast. Gerg. We've done so much on this podcast. Back again, please, to continue this discussion. I'll, I'll do a thing again, sure. Yes. Yeah. Good job. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm very happy. Join um, us next week. Join us next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. On Tuesday. Bye. Thank you, Richard Haskins. Thank you, Gerg. Tune in next week. We love you guys. Also, you can find us at on Instagram at Time to Get Real Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by uh, Tony Bums Pickles, uh, Master Tomo Samurai Automotive. Also, Pint Services Pint is services. our sponsor. Richard Haskins, what do you have to say about Pint Services? How easily did you rip my Wee Beasties t-shirt a couple weeks ago? You know, when I've had a long, hard day, <laughs> and all I want to do is go home and put on a goddamn t-shirt and fucking relax. It's got to be a Pint Services t-shirt. It's a Pint Services t-shirt. Also, I was thinking you go out all day without the t-shirt. That's <laughs> when you decide to put one on when and you get home later. When I, when <laughs> I get home, when I get home, I'm going to put my beer that I've been craving all day in a pint services koozie. And then I'm going to open my laptop that's covered in pint services stickers and pretty much whatever you need. I'm going to cover you in pint services stickers. If really? I mean, if we don't end this podcast soon, we don't soon. Yeah. Okay. We're sure. going to end it soon. See you. Thank motherfuckers. you. Bye. We Bye. love y'all.